2: Hi, welcome to TFYLP episode 472. I'm Lucas, and I am joined tonight by Phil.
1: Party ho! And uh, we Scepter, have a
2: special. We have a special guest, Catherine, uh, as well, who made it to TFCon. So welcome. And we were supposed to have Paul, but apparently he uh, is out to dinner or something. I don't know.
1: He's prioritizing food. Right, he's clogging right. his arteries with a plate full of barbecue right now.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's hard to uh, argue with that. You know, when he just sends a plate full of ribs. So yeah, was uh, oh, that what that was?
1: Yeah, he's trying so. to mess with Texas.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, being from Kansas City myself, uh, you know, if anyone. Says Texas barbecue is better. You know those are those are fighting words uh, where I come from. So, but. Anyway. yeah, I'll
1: slap you around over pizza and hot dogs.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't think uh, I can beat out Chicago with uh, with that. So, but uh, so
1: being that we are far away from California, we didn't make it out to TFCon this past weekend.
2: No. It, well, the two of us didn't, but Catherine did. Right. So.
3: Exactly. It is a very different feel from the, the East Coast, or at least from Baltimore. And I guess I haven't been to any of the Eastern Midwest um, TF Cons yet. Fix that with Chicago, but it definitely a different feel. Very obviously, different crowds
2: yeah it'll be interesting to see uh if they do have an orlando show uh which they were supposed to have one before the pandemic and, and whatnot shut everything down and, in 2020 but i i would expect that they're going to you know go back to orlando at some point so it'll be interesting to kind of compare i know i think they've also had one in charlotte um but that was a number of years ago um
1: so how would you say it was different?
2: Um,
3: well, starting with the dealer's room, I mean, yeah, I mean, the biggest, most notable difference, of course, is the phenomenal number of guests. I think somebody said there were 51 guests or somewhere in that ballpark. That just, I mean, that's that's a huge chunk of space right there. They had to take shifts.
2: Wow. Oh, see, I was curious about that, how they were going to do that, because did they have the... Um... Uh, the actors and whatnot, like in the, uh, in the main room, did they have a separate room for uh, the voice actors?
3: They were a part of the dealer's room and uh, the dealer's room was laid out reasonably similar to most other, to, you know, how you, how you would normally think of it with one enti- with the, one of the entire long wall being just, just the autographs and actor section.
2: And did they do uh, any, like, actors out in the hallway as well, or...?
3: No, they put all of the artists, all of the fan artists, out okay. in the hall. So okay. none of the fan artists made it into the uh, dealer's room this time. Hmm.
2: Yeah,
3: so... it uh... really did make a big difference. I didn't think it would, but it was notable. Because when you get all of the fan artists together, that's a very different vibe. I mean, it became they had they were lined up outside of the uh, outside of the main dealer's room, or the dealer's room, of course. So You couldn't get in there without walking past all of them. And it was this. It was amazing. The, the fan section has gotten so impressive over the years. Like fan goods or fan produced goods are like good. now. Like nowadays, they don't feel like little like cheap pieces of like, oh, great, it's a semi-okay sticker and some you know a notebook with a, just a picture on the cover it's, no they're really good stuff now the art is wildly varied um and it is the mass it it is a massive lgbt section too because there is not a single one of those fan artists that doesn't have some kind of lgbt content out there it's that's a it's big and it's very popular
2: right and, and that's one of the things too that a lot of the comics have focused on diversity and a lot mm-hmm. of those types of themes as well and so i think it's kind of a good a good mesh uh you know with that and then also with the cosplay as well that you know there's a lot of different people cosplaying and, and you know as well so
3: i think the diversity angle is really starting to show results long-term for Hasbro because the crowd or the, um the crowd, the crowds you're getting for attracted to those, I don't think would have fit previous traditional transformer demographics.
2: Right. Well, and I think prime like transformers, prime and animated both kind of ushered some of that in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I know that that's, you know, I'm assuming that the guest list had some of those uh, people as well. Um, discussing some of that stuff. I know that they did a thing for Derek Wyatt, I think. um, Was that Friday night? I can't remember.
1: Yeah, that was Friday night. They did the Derek Wyatt tribute. And so, Catherine, did you get to go to that or any of the other panels? Uh, The only panel,
3: the only two panels I went to was third party, of course. And, uh, And the War for Cybertron panel, because that had the entire voice cast on stage. Wow. That was pretty impressive, and it was really nice to finally not be the only War for Cybertron fan in a room.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: The other guy was there, too. There were both of
1: us. It was good. <laughs> no, it was a good, it had a good turnout. How was the, uh, was, was there a lot of young fans there, kids there, or was it mainly, you know, adults, teenagers kind of deal?
3: Um, it was a solid mix. I would
1: okay.
3: it was a really good solid mix. Um a heavy a heavy a much heavier veering towards younger. Okay.
2: Yeah, I feel like so I went to TFCon LA what was that 2019? I believe is the first time that they had it and a lot of the people were it was like their first Transformers convention they had went to mm-hmm. just because you know, the, you know, Botcon in the past had been to uh, West Coast before, but no one had really kind of been out that way, and so a lot of those fans from you know the LA area had not, had you know probably probably been to other comic conventions, but not uh, to to Transformers. So it's definitely like a completely different crowd, I feel like, than the Chicago or. I feel like Baltimore and Chicago both that you get a lot of the same people um, at both shows, you know, even though they're pretty far apart. Uh, mm-hmm. but like L.A., there's there's a few people that kind of come go to both, but a lot of the people don't.
3: I, I almost didn't. And boy, I would have regretted not. This was a fantastic convention. And a, a shout out to Rick. He was great good good hanging with it, spending some time with him
2: I think he did a couple of the panels or at least MC'd them I believe Yeah he was Another, hosting or, a, like, a, a lot of them. Yeah yeah so so that's always good and then he had some of his framed art I think did as well or did he not he make that He did have out? his booth this time Oh okay Yeah a little far yeah, from I think cuz last
1: that. time he actually drove his his stuff to Baltimore um,
3: yeah. and he flew this time he had to get another suitcase to, 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 while he was out here to be able to get his stuff back home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's always the hard thing. Uh, you know, I know when I, when I came out, I was having trouble fitting stuff back. Because like, oh, you know, I brought a, you know, full-size suitcase that I checked. And then on the way back, I'm, I'm like, well, this is going to be plenty of space, you know. And then you're like, oh, maybe not.
3: Yeah, yeah, Boy, that space goes real quick. Even yeah. if you're getting rid of packaging, you you run out of suitcase room fast.
2: Oh yeah. I
1: carried 100%. this guy in his box on the uh, Baltimore, uh, you know, mass transit system, and uh, as well as on the airplane because I couldn't fit him in my suitcase.
3: I did notice something different at the. Uh, during the uh, at the first hour of the dealer's room, when the premium members are let in, a lot of the a lot of the uh, vendors seemed a little a little more aggressive during that first hour. I think they were hoping to push some of their higher dollar items off on, on the uh, premium ticket holders. But I didn't see any. I didn't see any of like too many of the like multiple thousands of dollar items.
1: No big unicrons this time. Unicrons, yeah but i mean none of okay. the like no weird, weird prototypes or oh, okay. anything like that yeah what the, when well, you say they were being aggressive like what does that mean like you were barely walking by and they were
3: like hey how can i help you Walk, you know
1: come on over and check this out oh okay i got gotcha. you mm-hmm. i got gotcha. you
2: well and that may be too just the like not as many people uh like at least you know with the premium ticket holders i don't know like were there um, how busy or how crowded was it compared to the uh, Baltimore show?
3: Um, not quite as big not quite as crowded as Baltimore uh, but definitely not a low turnout at all
2: right yeah and I think
3: Baltimore Baltimore had kind of an edge because it had other events going on in the area We didn't have we didn't have, we weren't competing with anything here <clears> hmm
2: <throat> Yeah, I feel like that Baltimore it was like the first show, like the first TFCon in a while, and so people are just so hungry. I mean, it was it was so crazy. Um, I know I, I was you know helping a couple other uh, uh, vendors there, and just the like you you could you were just so busy, you know, selling people stuff. Like you know, people are just like, here, I want to buy this, I want to buy that, and it's like you almost couldn't. Ask people if they needed help with stuff because you were so busy selling things to people. If that makes sense, it was just it was right. just so crazy. Like I've never seen it that that crazy. So I don't know if LA that there's you know a little more uh, that uh, you know things have died down a little bit. I guess like to where it was like more normal TFCon than like you know crazy TFCon.
3: Yeah, it definitely felt a lot more normal.
1: People have had a few more months to actually like spend their money on other things versus, uh, you know, TFCon was sort of probably the first. For me, it was the first trip I had taken, you know, since the pandemic had started. I hadn't been out of out of town that whole entire time. So, yeah, I'm sure that was, you know, pretty similar for a lot of folks versus now. Granted, we had the surge in December, but, you know, folks have gotten to be outside and travel a little bit more. Um, spend their money on other things besides collectibles
3: yeah the room didn't feel looted on sunday this time Mm.
2: well i think the other thing is is that um and i guess baltimore the convention center is pretty big um i feel like in the past that some of the rooms that they had were you know they almost had too many people and too many vendors for the room size like it was it was pretty packed, mm-hmm. but like I feel like that that uh Burbank Convention Center is a really good space, and it's a really pretty wide open space. And so mm-hmm. even if you have a lot of people, sometimes it doesn't it doesn't feel quite as as crowded. But they did it when I went uh, a few years ago. They did it a little bit differently, where the artists, the fan artists, were in a completely different room, and then they. St- they, like, had guests that went all the way out into the hallway. I feel like the thing that's hard with that, though, is is that it's like you almost kind of set things up as, like, the haves and haves-nots kind of thing. So it's like, oh, like, why did you put me in the hallway? Like, am I not as important as, you mm-hmm. know whoever else. So I actually think it probably works better if they just rotate through the uh, the voice acting guests. And then also a lot of the voice actors are local to LA and so they can just kind of pop in and pop out um, too. So
3: having the artist alley where they did this time worked really well because it didn't feel like it was in a room where you had an option to go in or, or, or or an option to so people you you had to walk past there to get in to get in and that but it didn't feel forced.
2: And did they also have the IDW artists out in the hallway as well? So I because I know that a few of them no. made it oh were they inside the regular yes. room? Oh, uh, okay.
3: the handful of artists. There were only a few. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the but the official artists were all inside.
2: Okay. Yeah, because I'm trying to think. I know. I think Casey made it. Uh, Collier. I think what was it? Livio. I think was there. I can't remember what other artists were. Yes, Livio
3: was. They they put Livio in a corner. It was he was easy to avoid.
2: So, but
3: uh, I'm sure he's a great artist. I just don't
1: think he does well for Transformers. He does good for pinups and covers.
2: But yeah, no, I I know that uh, he you know people have varying opinions on on his Transformers art. So, um,
1: so what was your favorite part of the weekend?
3: Oh geez, Um, there were a lot of really there there were there were very there were really no bad moments. It was just a solid, consistent, all around great time. I would say the only the only downside was was the same thing with the first LA one or the previous LA one. California doesn't know how to do room parties. the The first night there were none. The second night, people most of the bulletin board was just filled with people posting their list of crap they wanted to sell with a phone number. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two people that put up a room number, but they were both closed within the first hour after putting the, uh, of their postings up. And then there was one room party. The one room party was of, wasn't was selling toys, but it was promoted as not safe for work. Uh, they were selling uh, their, their, fan, their, their fanzine, which I bought a copy of. Very good. Very adult. And um, also some robot penises, but functional. They were, in fact, they were very good dildos. They, they, they looked excellent quality. Definitely robot. So if that's your thing, that, that was an option this convention. Otherwise, no room parties.
2: I, I will I say can- that I don't, I don't think I've seen that at a convention before. So, so there you go.
3: It was the it's the same person um, they, they also are the person that makes the, the really nice tarn masks
2: oh okay
3: yep, yep. okay uh, so they so they do a lot of work in silicon in silicone um, they're even giving away tiny free ones that glow in the dark well I got a free one that glows in the dark and it's gonna look great in pictures later
1: so. I can just picture like the group of us that, that hang out like getting drunk and walking into that room. And just giggling like little idiots.
3: (laughs) I did make a mistake with Rick on that. Because Rick asked, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, we're about to go to this room party. And I sent him a pic of the flyer off the board because we hadn't gotten there yet. But I accidentally cut off the N for the not safe for work in the picture I sent him. So he just walked in thinking it was a normal party. (laughs) Then saw the bed full of dicks and went, oh, okay. I guess that's what we're doing here.
1: Oh, that sounds glorious. He rolled with it. Just, he, yeah, it was good. I, th- I think I would have paid money to like see the expression <laughs> on Rick's face as he walked in the room to that. Not that like he's like prudish or anything, but just like I think anyone like to just walk into that setting, they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna see some transformers. What do they got? Oh, it's a bed full of dildos." <laughs> I mean, were they were they like? Like was it like this is definitely a Starscream one or this is definitely an Optimus Prime theme one or was it just kind of generic robot metal?
3: Uh it. it uh, they have one design. And
1: okay. They,
3: and th- that was it. It wasn't. It wasn't pre- attributed attributed to any particular robot to my knowledge. Gotcha. gotcha. The art in the fanzine though was very good. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah that's, again, that's, that's, I think since it's something that we, I don't know. I'm at least not used to at Transformers conventions. I think that'd just be a new one. So I think, you know, after the initial shock wears off, uh, you know, the next convention, you're kind of probably more used uh, used to it. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think part of the thing with the parts parties for the rooms is a lot of the dealers, I, I feel like, are just kind of set up for that or used to that from the old BotCon days, like for Baltimore and Chicago, and so a lot of them just kind of, like, set up. So I don't know if maybe with L.A. that if some of the guys are flying out or whatever. And I feel like you kind of have a a difference between your, you know, like your bigger uh, guys like, you know, Chosen Prime or whoever it may be that's, that's out there. Toy Arena or, you know, the, you know, other people that have booths. so.
3: Prices on things were pretty good overall. I mean, about what you'd expect, too. So, no surprises there. What did you pick up? Uh, I picked up a crapload of Beast Box, because I felt that was something I, I wanted to get into. They're, they're cute and fun. Um, I don't think I gave any money to Hasbro this time. The only notable transforming figure I picked up was was kind of on a whim um i didn't even know it was tfc toys because it doesn't say it anywhere on their box um lumitant oh okay i haven't transformed it yet but it looks really nice it's very it feels very good really looking forward to this
1: is that one of the new sort of like chinese line of okay yeah that's, that's one third party company that I will say they're not doing they're, they're not doing transformers like characters, but they're doing transforming you know, things like that. And what I'll say is to their credit is they showed off a ton of prototypes in, in grayscale and in, in 3d renderings and it's like everything that I saw them show off, they're actually producing, which is not always something that comes out with these new third-party companies. A lot of these third party companies will come out. Show off a bunch of stuff, they'll put out one toy and then like fade into obscurity. Yeah, they
3: had uh, Tyrant was that was there in display and that thing is so hard to resist. It is beautiful.
1: Is that their tank?
3: That's the Megatron.
1: Oh uh, Megatron. Looks like okay. the G.I. Joe crossover. Oh yes, yes,
3: yes, yes. Yeah.
1: That um the Destros dominator on it. Yeah. I, I yeah.
3: I'm only resisting it because I'm waiting for it in a recolor. Yeah. just like just say, like monthly.
2: let me let me see if I can find that because I thought I saw that picture. Because um, these are some of the pictures of the dealer room, and I thought maybe not. Uh, Chosen 5 was room. the only one that had it. Yeah. And they had their oh, here, usual, uh, like,
3: many display here, here cases with right, tons of floor space.
2: All right, Here, here is the picture. So, does that come, I guess, with uh, Laserbeak as well? That one uh, the
3: the odd looking big plane thing? Yes. It does is come that with that. Laserbeak?
1: No, it's just sort what of like is? a generic drone. Yeah, kind of weird. This this toy, from what I've seen, looks to be a bit of a parts former.
3: Um, I think it's more. It's going to be. It's likely going to be more like um, Monkey King, which, uh, or their commander version. This mold, that it has just tons of accessories, but they do all fit in some form or another, and don't take away from the main core transformation.
1: Yeah, because I have the the Optimus Prime that they did, I got the green camo one that looks like the G.I. Joe vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and that one is, it's would more akin to Ultra Magnus, where you have the inner box that transforms into like a kind of small version and then it has, you know, uh-huh. all the, there's a lot of like parts that then kind of become armor for it. So it's a, it's a cool toy and I'll say, what, what I've seen of that that, um, I want to say Destro, that Megatron, is it looks kind of similar to that. So it's it's like armor slash parts former kind of thing is what they've done with with both those toys. It looks like. Yeah, yeah, it does look
3: so good
1: too. Yeah, but that that was even pricier than the Optimus Prime was, and unfortunately, when it went on pre order, they didn't even have colored prototypes yet. So oh. I, I passed on that, both because of the price and I'm like I don't I don't know what the finished product looks like. They they, they had it for two fifty. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's, that's hefty.
2: I mean, I guess it's one of those things where the price of all the collectibles have went up. And so it's just trying to get uh, used to, you know, some of those higher prices nowadays.
3: I hate how comfortable I've become with some of these prices too.
1: Like, all right, 200 bucks. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. It's
2: a sliding scale
1: here. Yeah, I just got someone in this past weekend that was that price. I'm not sure. I feel he's worth it. I like him a lot, but you know, I'll take that hit? for an oof. Okay.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know if we want to talk about some of the other dealer room uh, stuff. I'm right now. I'm showing off some of the Iron Factory bots. Um, where where are you sharing? Uh, so on the video, um, I, I just have it pulled up from uh the uh, TFW uh dealer room roundup post.
1: I'll just have to take your word for it. I'm not going to go looking around for trying to find it. Yeah. If you, if you pull up the YouTube, Catherine, you'll be able to see what Lucas is talking about.
2: Um, But uh, so anyway, so it looks like uh, they have their mini bots uh, going. So they the sea spray. uh, It looks like they have sea spray beachcomber and power glide. Whatever their versions of it are. Uh, whatever they call it. Um, so those those all look really neat.
3: Yeah, Chosen Prime. They know how to display this stuff to sell it. I, I looked at my credit card receipt and oh, I gave them so much money.
2: Like every time I walked any...
3: past, I watched something else. Did you pick up any of the exclusives? Uh, I picked up, uh, arson for Anna, but none of the others. Okay.
2: So I know one of the exclusives was uh, pyro, right? Whatever. I don't know. Fans hobby arson. Yes. Uh, so yes. I'm showing that right mm-hmm. now. Uh, so that looked really neat uh, too, and I think that they're supposed to be putting that up. Um, like, was that when was that filled? That they're. Uh, I think chosen
1: tomorrow, chosen prime is tomorrow. putting up their leftover stock. They they had a fair amount
2: left yeah
3: but it what? but not too many i mean a lot of people bought it i i almost got it too it, it looked really good i just hated the vehicle mode
1: colors yeah it's a it's a box um yeah that's that's the one downside with that 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 that's probably my least favorite mold of the headmaster juniors that they've done but the robot mode looks nice though yeah yeah and then Make Toys had a um, another seeker, a purple seeker for their from their Meteor mold. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Did they actually have that there at the show? I yeah, guess they did. Huh. What do you know, yeah, that was available in
3: the exclusive in the exclusive room. They had a couple of uh, leftovers from Toronto as well.
2: I'm curious how. Oh, it looks like that they're actually going to have exclusives at the next couple shows as well. Um, yeah. I'm curious what the quality of uh, the QC was on that, because I know that um, the G2 Starscream uh, was, was fine, um, but uh, I know like people it's been kind of hit or miss with some of the Make Toys Seekers.
3: Oh, that's um, interesting. What well, you yeah, just posted there, the 2022 um, releases there. That's cool.
1: That's, that's kind of the funny thing of like not being at a convention, there's some things that get like revealed at a convention that you see better at home than you do when you're at the convention. Because yeah. maybe there'll be a poster somewhere and you just don't happen to notice it when you walk by. And meanwhile, like Anna made a comment that like I was posting so much stuff because I was kind of glued to my phone on Saturday looking for updates, knowing that I was kinda probably going to be on this episode and because I wanted to see new stuff coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, there was, there's just so much to look at and you just yeah.
3: kind of hard to keep track of it all.
2: Oh, I'm kind of curious, those Batman uh, is a uh, remold of, I think, Arrow Alpha from MMC. I'm curious if those Senator are going to go up on Planet and Center Bat. if those are going to go up on Planet Steel Express or not. Uh, hmm. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the one I really wish I'd gotten was that bulkhead they did a few years ago. I, was, I could have ordered it oh, and man. I just passed it at the time and got a decent amount of regret about that and that's a pretty pricey toy these days oh is it?
2: I feel like yeah. all of those exclusives like if you don't get on it like, like normally you should be able to find it right you know around the convention but if you don't get it then like you're out of luck like in the future
3: yeah Yeah, I do have that bulkhead that's why I'm not getting legacy bulkhead but I did not see one at the uh, on the floor and there were a lot of MMC figures that just weren't there yeah like, even um, the two really big DJD members, uh, Tesseract and Helix.
2: Mm
3: hmm. Um, crap. Which one is which?
2: Oh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't recall.
3: The one with the hole in his chest, well, a couple of people had, but nobody had the other guy.
1: Okay. So yeah, I feel like that's even that one been is a...
3: disappearing already,
1: and that, that's not that old. No, And that's a change from what third party used to be. Third party used to be like those toys would be in stock forever. And you just wait till something would go on sale. And, and what the last couple of years, it's, it's definitely shifted to things being, you know, if you don't get it fairly soon, you cross your fingers that there'll be a re-release.
3: I was, well, I, I gotta say I was disappointed at the third party panel though, with, with what they're going to do with Eris.
2: Oh, here, hold on. Let me let me flip back to that because I was still going through the. Uh, oh, can we pause on that picture you got up right
1: there real quickly? with yeah, this who, the, the grayscale one?
2: Who is this?
1: So, I, I try to ask someone who was at the convention. Uh, they, they they posted that picture on Facebook or a similar picture to that. I forget the name of that company, but that appears to be a third party company doing a GI Joe Transformer crossover. But that, that looks to be, um, I think, Hound okay. transforming into, I think, a, a G.I. Joe Stinger or G.I. Joe Vamp. I can't remember which, which is the name of that <laughs> Jeep. Um, and so, yeah, we're getting some third-party uh, G.I. Joe crossovers. And it looks like it's supposed to fit uh, a three-and-three-quarter-inch G.I. Joe figure.
2: Okay, well, that's what I was trying to figure out. Like, it looks a little bit like Hound, a little bit like a, you know, kind of a beachcomber, but not exactly. So without the colors, it's kind of hard to tell like which, uh, which one it is, but yeah, it looks like it fits a three and three quarter figure. So.
1: So, yeah. And I I think they teased some, some other GI Joe transformers crossover toys that they are maybe designing. Um, So we'll see if that, comes out that would be pretty neat i mean it it looks um it looks better than the his tank the megatron his tank
2: yeah yeah that that, the his tank like i don't feel like looks horrible in uh in vehicle mode but yeah the the bots it's uh
3: that particular vendor also had some very very tiny little um transforming figures
2: oh i think i Let me go back to that. Oh, so Ron is saying in the chat that it actually was not three and three quarters, that fits two inch figures.
1: Ah, okay.
2: So, yeah, so what are these little, uh, fig, tiny figures? Um, are they like, are these painted in, you know, these are prototypes, or do they like come like this where they're unpainted?
3: I think they're unpainted. I did not give them much attention, unfortunately. Um, they're they're just they were way too tiny for me, and they all needed to they. I think they were all like all little ball joints, and yeah, they needed to be assembled. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's fun.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it looks like you know neat little figures if you're into that scale. Um, you know, it's it's nice that they have like. You know a few different options if uh if you're trying to assemble a a crew that scales with some of the titan figures
3: uh anna will be able to uh, fill you in on details on one of these soon um she shopped for one of them by proxy
2: oh there you
3: go anna did a lot of shopping by proxy at this convention
2: <laughs>
1: Were You just walking around holding your phone up, you know, so she could see. <laughs> no, no, but we were, yeah, we were chatting
3: often enough. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: and then uh, I feel that, that's like, dangerous. Right. Yeah. That would be rough, especially if you know her taste, and you're like sending pics to be like, "Oh, hey, what about this? What do you think of that?" And then you know.
3: Oh, you did get a lot of picks from, from people.
2: Yeah. So this MMC, uh, Desaurus, uh, looks pretty good. Like it looks like that they're making some pretty good progress on that. I'll be really curious to see how it compares to, uh, the planet X one.
3: I, I seeing it in person. I'm really disappointed by that beast mode. That is hashtag not my space chicken.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It, it, just doesn't do much for me. I, I'll admit I was underwhelmed when I saw it. Um, I, I feel like the further away we're getting from that IDW, you know, series, the more and more of those they're getting, you know, third tier characters and I'm just not as enamored by it as I once was. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if they, they need to, to go back and maybe do some of the main characters again, but uh, it's, it's like I said, underwhelming.
3: Planet X is still by far the superior Deathsaurus.
2: Yeah, and then uh, it looks like MMC also had some more tape guys uh, as well.
3: Uh, Yes, rewind and
1: eject. all right. The pics that I saw looked like maybe their chests were mistransformed.
2: Yeah, it's 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 hard to say on that. I mean, you know, there's still prototypes, so who knows if everything doesn't quite, you know, fit like it should.
3: Yeah. See, I finally completed my my tape collection this weekend. Got my last two that I was wait that I've been looking for for a long time. Okay. Had to buy Billy and resell him just to get the tapes, but So I'm not in the market to upgrade to these MMC ones. They're a little, (laughs) they're too big for me.
2: All right. looks like that's all the show floor picks. Um, So it looks like we should be able to flip over to the third party panel. So you were saying third party panel was a little bit underwhelming, which I feel like we say that every time.
3: They rushed it. It felt really rushed. Not not much time was given for anything.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Which it doesn't seem like they had a ton of new reveals, so that that seems weird that they would rush it.
1: Sounds like maybe they just had a slew of other panels they needed to fit in from the number yeah. of guests.
2: Potentially. So I don't know if we want to just go through some of the different ones or how we want to handle uh this so it looks like usually at the beginning they kind of put a few of the like newer guys to the game so i know they have the banana force uh which i believe are non-transforming figures
3: okay i did miss the first five minutes or so of it
2: Hmm. what is
3: that uh iacon labs there stuff you're showing
2: um was that
3: that something was that at the beginning of the panel that i missed
2: yeah, it looks like it was at the beginning of the panel. Um, oh, I just assumed they opened so they up had, with Legends. So they had a couple. So HTV Toys, which I think had shown off the, the Hound prototype that we talked about on the show floor. Um, and they try, they focus on some G.I. Joe stuff themselves. And it looks like they also had the Nanobots. So those were on the shore, show floor as well.
1: Yeah, and I was just mentioning that in the chat.
2: And let me see here. So, yeah, so they kinda, it kind of looks like they went through all of those HGB toys.
3: See, um, now you're filling me in on stuff from the convention.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, so the Iacon 3D Labs, and I don't know if – it sounds like they're relatively new to the game. They were established in 2021. So I have not actually heard of them. I don't know. Have they released anything yet? Do we know of? You HTV know I mean? Toys? No, I'm sorry. Icon 3D Labs.
3: Oh, sorry. I'm looking at the screen and it's delayed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I- I've heard of them before. They've mostly done 3D printed stuff online that you had to... I, I recall you had to like... like Pay them to download the schematics. I think, or maybe they've upped their game.
2: Yeah, it's hard to tell on some of this stuff because, you know, I know that there's a couple different ways, like you know, where you can buy things off of Shapeways and and you know send it or get the schematics to three D print yourself. Uh, but then they also have uh, a fair amount of, you know, especially. Uh, people in in China that do 3d printing um, that you can get through a couple of different retailers so I wasn't sure how these guys you know did it
3: uh, I'm guessing
1: MP scale
2: yeah it's hard to tell from those
1: pictures to be honest with you
2: Yeah. yeah it looks like they have like a Ninja Turtle set that's available And there is a King, yeah, the stuff, the, Grimlock.
3: Icon Labs was doing MP scale before, so I can't imagine this is smaller.
2: Okay, they were the ones that were showing off some of the stuff, like they have a throne for Grimlock and some Sharkticon stuff.
3: I, some interesting stuff, though.
2: Oh, this is kind of fun. They have an acoustic wave-like little insert that you can uh, do. That That's kind of interesting. All right, now getting on to some of the third party. So Iron Factory, uh, again, I think we saw this from the dealer room pick that uh, they have the sea spray, which looks really good. The only thing that's kind of weird with these is, is they're like normal Iron Factory scale and not mini bots, you know, which seems... It just seems odd to me, but.
1: But this is legend scale and Anna's not here, so we can skip it.
2: Right. Another seeker, which they have a million of the seekers, which it's, it's really good mold though. It looks like they have a sandstorm. Uh, then they have a drift. Which is the movie drift, I should say. And then it looks like they've got. um, Try and put up some of the comics here. Um, I'm blanking on the name uh, for for this guy. Phil, can you help me out?
1: I'm not sure which one you paused on because I'm seeing it on my phone, which is a few minutes behind
2: Um, you
1: there deadlock
2: deadlock yep
1: oh the animated bounty hunter guy yeah okay yeah um no that's not deadlock um
2: that's um
1: and he was in age of extinction as the main villain what is his name
2: Lockdown. oh, oh thank you
1: lockdown yeah But yeah, the comic the comic version more so of lockdown. It looks like the IDW. I, I can't tell if it's more IDW or more their like samurai style of that lockdown.
2: Yeah, it's hard to say. Yeah.
1: Prowl and who's the blue and gold guy there? Oh, is that Prowl, but in animated colors? Yes, that was. I thought that was kind of a neat little uh, throw in. Yeah. There was a theory of mine the other day when I was looking at the, the new Legacy RC that maybe we'll get a repaint of her as Animated Prawl.
2: That, that would be fun.
1: Yeah.
3: So another theory of, the, of her repainted as Nautica, too.
2: I would love to get a good Nautica.
1: Yeah. That box at Nautica is so, it's sort of just like, Ooh. here's Blur with a different head and some wings.
2: Yeah, the samurai style stuff. I'm I'm curious how that is going to turn out. Like it's not something that I'm like a huge fan of, but I guess at least that way it's unique.
1: Yeah, it was interesting when they started doing that line. I don't I don't collect that scale, but it's again something kind of different for you to pick up and probably helps them with any IP issues.
2: Yeah, I'm assuming that's the reason they did it that way. So it looks like that they uh, have a samurai-style ratchet and iron hide. And they have a couple yeah, of they're characters.
1: really making their way through a lot of the G1 characters.
3: Mm-hmm. When they first showed that Grimlock, I thought they were switching to Kang toys. But there was no, <laughs> no mention of what they're planning, of, of their uh, Dinobots. I think those are still in the drawing phase.
1: Yeah, I think what King Toys showed off a uh, another one of the limbs that's just about ready to come out, it looks like. The feet. Okay. We, we got better pictures, still uncolored, though, of the
3: feet.
2: Yeah, that looks Anna's like... And uh, that's just
1: our, our little own Statler and Waldorf tonight, just our, our little heckler from the chat.
2: Right, right. It was like, could have been on there.
3: Always wonderful to have her here.
2: Right.
1: Oh, we couldn't remember one guy's name. Leave us alone, people.
2: Right. Oh, it looks like that they have more of the Starscream anime uh, girl. uh, Like they're doing all the Seekers like that, huh?
3: Yes, I might have to buy some Legends toys finally. <laughs> Pension Seekers, I, I'm, I'm in. Or Magic Girl Seekers? Yeah, Magic Girl Seekers.
1: I mean, that's the thing with that mold. You do one. You easily do right. ten more. It, it's simple, it's cute. They're
3: fun, they'll, they'll look cute on a desk. Assuming they do a good job at the faces.
2: And then, <clears throat> um, looks like they're doing another combiner, huh?
3: Now, this is really impressive because we don't have, there is no good version of, of Leo Kaiser out there. Combiner we, Wars kind of kind of stuck Wars, up place.
2: Uh, d- Did not fit that bill. <laughs> uh,
1: Hades is decent.
2: Yeah. For its day. Yeah. I feel like Hades
1: is better in these individual bots, and the colors and size look impressive on a desk. But but the the proportions on it are, are quite yeah. But, but it is. Look, uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, it's just
3: good to see a, another company taking a swing at, at, a, at a, somebody that's not Devastator, that's not Bruticus, and that isn't Menace for
2: Well, I was really impressed. I mean, Iron Factory, I mean, they did uh, the Bruticus like years ago, and they haven't really, I mean, I know they did the DJD combiner, uh, but, you know, they haven't really focused on that. But I actually thought that their combiner, their Bruticus, was really good.
3: i'm sure it's a fine figure it's just you know we, we get a lot of those guys
2: right
1: yeah I, I agree with with Catherine. i'm glad to see that you know another leo kaiser that's that's not a toy that's gotten a ton of different versions and you know i i wish this was bigger scale because it looks cool yeah. i just don't collect like that legend scale
2: yeah yeah i agree
3: I, I may make the exception for this one.
2: Well, but you you're also collecting the Kang toys um, uh, combiner too, right? The the legend scale one.
3: Honestly, those things are almost deluxe class. Yeah. Or size wise, I mean, they scale pretty well with most deluxe figures. Like just a little shorter, but I'm fine with that. So I'm getting both sets.
2: All right, then we have Bingo Toys. It Looks like that they have some of the um, Transformers movie uh, figures um, from the yeah Bumblebee the first movie.
3: Co- first third party company to take a swing at the Bumblebee movie.
2: Haven't we had a couple? I thought I thought somebody else has done a couple of those.
1: The Bumblebee. So we've gotten that Shockwave yeah. is is not new. Um, but the the ratchet slash ironhide is.
2: For some reason I thought that we had um, there was another company maybe I'm like completely forgetting who't uh, so. haven't we
1: gotten some like official statues and non-transforming bumblebee movie toys? We,
2: we have I, I, just, I just can't recall um, who who did it, but I, I thought some of the other. Some other third party, maybe it was just bingo toys. Uh, that I'm just thinking of that shockwave, but yeah, the um, as Ron says, he thinks the uh, bingo toys highlight was the wind blade, uh, absolutely, or wind girl, I should say, but yeah, that looks really good.
3: Yeah, Ron is right, that is an amazing looking figure. That was a big surprise mm-hmm. all this time because we've seen the picture for a while now, but they never showed it transformed. I was starting to think of that quality. It was just a, another wind statue.
2: Yeah. And I don't know, again, I think those are one of the ones where they didn't have a good picture to show off for the, uh, the third party slides. Um, but I think that uh, they shared it on social media afterwards.
1: Yeah. I don't think I saw the, the transformed version of it online. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be really it'd be nice to actually get a good uh, Windblade blade uh, figure. you know again, like Nautica, there hasn't been a lot of you know a lot of those out there so.
3: I wonder if if that would be a good retool for this mold. Because or- they made the wings a bit smaller, it looks like.
2: SXX was, or SXS was supposed to make a Nautica, but that was years ago, and then I think they went out of business, so...
1: They know yeah, they on. teased it in their comic that came with their um, Rodimus, their IDW Rodimus, Hot Flame.
2: Uh, Ron says the pics are in the uh, TF Talk Discord, so if we want to see want to see it, it's it's up there, so... And then Planet X, I think, uh, so they have a repaint of their Grimlock uh, that came out. So the
3: that the room blew up at that. People lost their damn minds with that Planet yeah. X G2. Yeah.
2: Why?
1: Yeah, that kind of surprised me. It's
2: I mean, it looks niche?
1: nice, but it's, yeah.
2: It's like a niche on a niche kind of thing. I mean, there, the, there was never a G2 Grimlock that looked like the IDW version, right? So... Again, it's cool. Like, it looks great, but...
3: Yeah, it it looks exactly what you expect. It's the same toy, but blue.
2: But, yeah. I know that's one I still want to pick up. Um, It looks really good.
1: You don't have the plan with X Grimlock? I thought you did.
2: Nope. Not yet. Okay. Not the the new Planet X Grimlock. I should say, Once Upon a Time, the, the one that is based on the... Um, uh, the like the original... Fall of Cybertron. Did, the Fall of Cybertron one, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had that one in the past. Uh, but uh, I've not gotten the new one yet, so... Did you pick this one up, Phil?
1: No, no. I, I had wanted it... Well, I shouldn't say I wanted it. I was on the fence about it, and then... Maybe it was Rob who got it. I think Rob got um, it. Yeah. yeah, Rob got it. Yeah. Yeah, they were, they've been happy with it. Um, I just, the head is, the, the design of the head is not my favorite Grimlock design. So I'm, uh, I've been very much on the fence. And the more I look at my shelves, the more it's like I am, I'm am running out of real estate and then some. So uh, a dude that big, if I'm not totally enamored with it, probably should pass.
2: I've heard the transformation is not that fun on it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I still want to pick it up just cause I think it looks really nice. Um, and then they also uh, showed off um, the um, uh, victory Leo.
1: Yeah. <sighs> just in time for uh, the, the has lab to be coming out, you'll get a, a new third party. Leo Saber that you can build. I sold my Star Saber to a
3: friend because I got the Haslab one and I'm torn because
1: they both look good, but I think the Planet X one looks better now. <laughs> well, here's the good news about that, Catherine. You probably know where your friend lives, so you can get it back. No, I'm not going to get it back from her. Uh, they just steal it. Just, well, just breaking it at night. I
2: feel like Planet X has done a pretty good job of re-releasing those, so. Oh, I'm they, sure they're going
1: to, yeah, they have yeah, to. That's a the... no-brainer.
2: Oh, here, apparently Paul uh, is is finally back, so here, I'll invite him into the.
1: Should we just invite Anna, too, since she's just out? Absolutely.
2: Well, I, I think that there was an open invitation there, so she can join whenever. I'm sure uh, Paul would love the third-party panel here.
4: (laughs) I love a third-party panel. You know it.
2: Oh, (laughs) he's got a fresh haircut and beard trim.
1: What? You you look uh, freshly quaffed.
3: Yep. A wild Paul has entered. Hello,
4: Hello, new friend. What did I miss? Did I miss everything?
2: Pretty pretty much, yeah. We're just going over the end of the third party panel now. So, uh, oh Moon Studios, your favorite, uh, Paul, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> those things oh, were
3: a hundred and ten bucks a piece for those train bots.
2: They're so good that's, though for the price. Pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is a great price. Still gonna hold out for Takara.
4: Oh, well, so, I mean, yeah, I, I've been. I've had a lot of thoughts about those train bots. I just don't really know what to think. And now I've seen them together and like it looks kind of cool, but it like doesn't quite look like, it looks like zombie rate, like Frankenstein Raiden. Like he's like a big brute sort of behemoth, which is not how I interpret Raiden. Maybe I'm just like, you know, I don't know. I always think he's kind of like sleek. He's like more of a nimble combiner, but maybe I'm out of my mind.
1: Well, because he was a different design for the combiners versus what else we got for G1. And and I think because you had that six design, that six-part design, it wasn't Scramble City design. It looked like it kind of held together more. And yet this, I'm not saying the Moon Studios one looks more Scramble City, but because it has more articulation, it kind of has to be bigger to fit the articulation, which the original one didn't. You know,
3: they kind of look like a generic bot you expect, or generic combiner you expect to be introduced, just as a bad guy for Devastator to beat up. They they, they look kind of plain, though. I, I love
1: have, the little street lights on the hand. That's that a, that the, is
4: a nice touch. I do yeah. I, I do like that. I must say.
1: I will go a little more negative and say it kind of reminds me of the knockoff Transformers you see at the bottom of the page on Amazon when you're buying an actual Transformers like. Would you be interested in this as well? It's like no I would not.
4: Well, um, I mean it, it is a knockoff Transformer Phil. So that's an accurate description. Yes. Yes. It does um, it does look like a cool robot though. Like it, yeah. I can't I won't say it's it's bad. It's just like I, I'm I'm conflicted for sure. And and it, it doesn't help that we don't really know what the Takara one will look like and from all I'm hoping it's the opposite because like this one looked almost perfect from the original renders and the gray models and stuff. And now that it's finished, it's like my impression is a little different. And what we've seen of the Takara combiner is not uh, very, it's not great so far (laughs) from what I've seen. But maybe it'll be the opposite. Maybe like when it's combined and we have good pictures, it will look better. But but I, I, I don't know. I hate that we even have to compare them. Because that's what bothers me the most, is that, you know, these came out first and quickly because they have to get it out before the Takara one does, because that's the game.
2: Yeah. Hello, Anna. Hi. So what Paul is saying is, is like um, the uh, Lyokaiser that, or just whatever it may be. That he would rather have a shitty Hasbro Trakar version than a superior version, where he has to actually make a a choice between one or the other. That's what Paul always says, though.
0: He's a broken record.
4: Well, you're assuming it's the next, the other one's shitty. I mean, we we just don't know if this one's shitty because no one has it except for the one dude that made animation.
1: Is Anna frozen for anyone else? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. Anna bot. Nope.
2: Yep.
4: Catherine, oh, yeah. what is behind you? What What is that
1: yellow thing?
3: Yellow? You're a um, giant GFC robot.
2: Prime. Oh. It's another third party figure.
4: Uh, I figured, um, but is, is that like the, the G.I. Joe? No, this,
3: this is the Monkey King.
1: It's a repaint, remold of what you're referring to, Paul. Pretty wide. Absolutely love this figure. (laughs) Clever. And
3: look at that head sculpt. That is beautiful.
1: Anna is unfrozen.
2: That's good. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other slides that we want to go over. Oh, we missed out on the King toys. Uh, yeah, King toys and fans toys. Oh, and then the fans toys. Yeah, which is probably the most exciting part.
3: And so, MMC. Yeah,
0: you what never did talk about Eris. Oh,
2: Eris. Yeah, yeah, well we that was because like trying to talk
0: about it, and you were like, and then you're like let's, "Wait, let's wait." Hold off
2: on that. And then, That's uh, fair. Yeah. She was the last one.
0: Was she the last thing they showed?
3: Yeah, she was the very last thing, and they only. She's had like, her on we'll she's the
0: best for last," and then it was like, "Oh,
2: that is not the best." <laughs> Here, let me let me go back to the fans' toys. So they had fans' toys blaster, uh, which you know, sure. I'm excited for it. kind of it. I don't know. The proportions looks a little weird. I actually think the um, what is it? Uh, KFC one. I feel like still holds up pretty well.
1: It does. It does. I just, I don't know. I've got more fans toy stuff on my shelf. Every, you know, every few months I'll get another fans toy. So um, I'm looking forward to this. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ram Horn and Steel Jaw. To see those guys coming out uh, is, is exciting for me. More tiny yeah, I mean- tapes, please
2: that's that's the more exciting thing for me i feel like i'd i'd, I'd want to see those
1: yeah i'm drawing a blank here did Ramhorn ever speak in the cartoon or was he always just growling i seem
3: so, to remember him really having watching? a
1: line
0: i
3: yeah i vaguely recall him
0: having a line yeah I was recently That's, watching some of the Japanese stuff, like Headmasters, and he definitely speaks there. Okay. But I've never heard him speak in English.
1: Oh, he only knows Japanese. Okay. I don't remember right. Steel speaking, English. but Ramhorn I thought had like one episode where he had a line or two.
3: But you think being a tape he'd
1: have better audio programming. I mean, it was kind of consistent that the Animal tapes didn't talk. I mean Laser Beak and Ravage never did. Yeah, Ravage, sure, they didn't. Ravage spoke once in a while.
2: Yeah, I think over I all, all the tapes never did, look yeah. pretty good though.
1: Yeah.
0: I think the tapes look good. Yeah. I honestly think the um, the rewind and Eject actually look a little bit better than the MMC ones, which is really disturbing considering these are so much smaller.
3: I'm, I'm glad about that. I, I don't think the tapes look good in that large scale.
0: I, I like them in the large scale, so I'm disappointed that the Autobot ones don't look good so far to me. It's all about taste, though, you know. Yeah.
2: And then let's see. We have Vectron Lat. So the Kang toys, I guess, uh, showing those guys off. I mean, I think the Kang Toys looks pretty cool. Like, even though it's not, I mean, it's not Predaking, but it is. It looks, kind of, it looks fun.
1: I'm glad we're getting that again, though. I kind of missed that from third-party toys. Because third-party toys, like I said, I enjoy fans' toys. But third-party toys started really going the KFC and, and fans' toys route of being spitting image of something from G1. Yeah. Versus for a long time, third-party was given a sort of Updated designs. Um, and so to mm-hmm. get that from King Toys. Is is, is fun to see. It's. Ex- yeah, like to, go
0: ahead. I was just going to say. I like when third party just does stuff. Like when yeah. they do weird stuff. Like you know Catherine's monkey came behind her. And the. Honestly I really like Eris as a concept. Even though we don't like the new one as much. You know all that new stuff. The stuff that's original. They use the expertise they built on copyright infringement and they make all new designs so i think it's super cool
3: absolutely yes they're they're expensive but you know i feel like i'm getting what i pay for there they're they're good quality toys they're sturdy i mean third party out of china has been getting really impressive like li- this past couple of years
2: They have been.
1: Meanwhile, Paul's sitting up there just thinking, just burn it, burn it all down.
2: Right. Yeah. And then X Transbots showed off yet another Devastator. So there there we go.
0: (laughs) I was
3: really impressed, though, with their addition of
1: Scoop as a limb.
3: Oh, that's fun. I
0: didn't notice that.
1: Wait, Scoop is also a limb beyond just being. I, I didn't pick up on that.
3: I just assumed because why else would they show Devastator and then Scoop and nothing else?
0: Oh, okay. So it's an assumption so far. But that would be so cool yeah. if it was true. Yeah, because when
1: I saw the pictures of Scoop, I didn't see any pictures of him as a limb.
3: Right, but why would you do Scoop by himself otherwise?
0: Because he's a That's target a good master.
1: Point. yeah.
3: He's because a clearance he target master that you can still get the Hasbro on for like 10 bucks.
0: Oh. <laughs> you're not it wrong.
4: It looks like it shares some parts from Scrapper, but not a lot. Maybe the shoulders uh, and the feet. So it could be possible. I mean, that's neat. That's,
1: it's yeah. hard to they say. should
4: do that. It's, it's different, and fun. like different. Yeah. But and, no, I mean, do maybe that means you're going to make a prowl
3: head, you know, like... I don't
0: know. Everybody's doing it, so they may as well.
3: What do, guys, what do you guys think of the um, of the addition of the of the ground base under the foot?
2: I mean, anything that I, helps stability. Whatever. Sure.
1: <laughs> I don't mind cheating uh, in that sort of clever way to give you something that won't fall over.
0: Oh, that's what it's for. Yeah, that's all right.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it can be cool. It Depends on, on how it will uh, end up.
4: Someone should try to make Devastator into a Scramble combiner instead of the way it is. <laughs> that would be that would be neat if you could make Scrapper an arm and like Scavenger the the foot instead.
2: Well, considering that, how many third-party versions of Devastator have there been, you know, it's, at, at this point? or two. Unique.
3: I think there's some bots like Devastator that just the fan rage at that much change would be too much.
2: Yeah, I think, I think a company like Hang Toys could do it. Okay. That's true.
1: I've shared this, I think, before with with the the podcast, but this this Spawn toy right here, Todd McFarlane in the 90s told his artists when when designing new characters, give them a big boot, a big foot like this so they would stand better as toys. So he he went with the design even then knowing that these would be toys that would have to stand up on a shelf. So, yeah, that was not necessarily the case when designing the... uh, that Devastator back in the day.
2: So uh, Ron said the X-Transbots had more picks today of Scrapper, and it looks like it says he gets a horn and green caps for the wheels on the shoulder to make it more tune accurate. So
1: Yeah, and not only that, but they're also, you know, teasing that they're going to do an orange and a yellow version of Scrapper. So they're not just doing Devastator, they're doing like, here, you can get all three versions.
3: Well, they said one version was a UK release, one was a US release, and I didn't catch the third.
2: Interesting. Rude. Um, I mean, I will say, technically, there really hasn't been a great animation-accurate uh, Devastator, so, um, you know. But I'm sure that we're going to get five more third-party Devastators Um you know, from everyone anyway, so
0: most definitely
3: that's good. We're running out,
2: <laughs> right? Right? Oh, it looks like there's a new night beat, uh, from X Transbot, so that's exciting.
1: Yeah, that looked really good and makes me wish I didn't have my fans' hobby version. Uh,
0: so many people are gonna be selling that fans' hobby one, that market's yeah. gonna be over,
1: over to say the least. Yeah. Does
2: nobody care the about the throttle Was, was
1: kind of cheap.
3: Does no one care about the throttle box?
2: I thought the one throttle bot looked good. Oh, did I skip past it? I apologize. No, yeah,
3: I like no, buttons. I don't actually care about them either. It felt like a yeah, the gratuitous mention. The,
2: the answer OSX is Transports? no. No one does. Oh yes. Okay. Sorry. I'll go back here. I think throttlebots are cool. I mean, we haven't gotten an updated uh, throttlebot in years. Uh, I think, who was it that did it? Um, it was it Toy, Toy World, World? I think, yeah.
0: I've got them on my floor over here. They're okay.
2: Wait, wait, wait. Do you actually have Toy World or do you have the oversized knockoffs?
0: Oh, come on, Lucas. You know the answer <laughs> to that question. You don't have to ask it. <laughs> oh. Obviously, I have the official knockoffs.
2: Yes, yes, of course.
0: And then today They're KFC big.
1: showed off more pictures of their Cyclonus, which sounds like will be up for order or shipping in the next month or so. And it looks like he's gonna come with like three dozen heads.
2: Uh
1: you said Cyclonus? I missed that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't so think that, they
1: showed it off till today.
2: Oh, you know what they do in the, um, like, at TFW, the the Windblade we were talking about earlier, uh, they actually uh, have the updated picks at the end. Uh, so, yeah, this, this Windblade, I think, actually looks really good. I, I actually am tempted by it.
0: Let's see. I think it's somewhat original too. Like, I don't think of it as just being a windblade figure. I think of it as being a pretty reworked windblade.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, yeah. And
3: that's going to be an MP scale windblade, right?
2: She looks I mean, big, yeah. Sure. Why not? Oh, and so MMC, of course, showed off the, um, you know, re- retool of. Of Eris, which, you know, Anna and I were having this conversation before uh, about, like, oh, what are they going to retool that Eris into? And here we go. This is what it is.
0: Yeah. And, like, I was really pushing, oh, it's going to be Megatron. You know, they're going to do Megatron. And I was totally right, except I was expecting Gray Tank Megatron. Because I was expecting them to do another one of their big popular molds. Their their Megatron was popular; people like it. It, you know, they had to reproduce it because it was popular enough to reprint it. So I just thought it was logical that they would do regular gray, tinky Megatron. And then out of left freaking field comes freaking Beetlehead, and I don't, I don't know how this happened. I don't know who on the design team decided that they would go this direction instead of any other direction.
3: It it's an unusual choice, to be sure. Um, are are we gonna? It, is it that time that to start appealing to
1: the Armada fans?
2: It's past I mean, time. and
1: Christian are Armada fans, and they're in their late twenties and thirties. I just I thought that would wait till they were
3: closer to their 40s before that would start hitting but so maybe I'll be five.
2: But I don't know that Armada fans are like clamoring for a, a a version that's you know not actually represented anywhere you know I mean that's that's the thing that's a little different with this Aris is is that you know there's no fiction behind you know any of these yeah. these characters so
3: Okay, that's kind of a weak argument at this point because what fiction do we get for most of our Hasbro stuff anymore?
2: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they fun you know, we... stuff. To, But yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But I mean, of, I know there was, there, were all, there, ago, there was that full
3: TV G1. series run for the fossilizers, but. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The problem
4: with the Armada, tri- the Unicron trilogy stuff is that. The, sh- the fiction matched the toys like to a T. Yeah. Armada was yeah. the least close cuz it was animated, but the rest of it was all like CG. So like they're not chasing a dragon that they never had. They didn't they didn't have a <clears throat> they didn't see G1 Ironhide and get a toy that looked like a a, a frog no. instead and be like I never really got it. They actually got the Optimus Prime that was on screen, the Transform. They actually got the Megatron. They actually got all the characters. They got all the minicons. So, like, they're satisfied. They, they're they not chasing a 40-year-old itch like the rest of us. So I don't think it'll ever be quite the same as the G1, you know, nostalgia.
1: No, but, but Surge is excited for the fans' hobby, Armada Prime and Armada Megatron. Well, he was until he got it. Well, yeah, I mean, it fell apart on him, but he has been impressed with Fans Hobbies QC of replacing those parts. Um, didn't, didn't it break again once he got the replacement? If I, I think remember they correctly? Gave him a replacement. Yeah. I, I swear to God, so, I think it broke twice and they've sent out like two replacements, which is better than other companies. I mean, that's
0: a bummer.
4: if you, if, it, <laughs> if it breaks and they give you another piece of breaks, I mean, that's kind of like, okay, you fooled me once. Pulled me twice. Shame on me. Whatever. I, you know, I you know me. Like,
2: um, I feel like my argument as far as for the heiress, you know, are modern or whatever they're calling it, that I think it's going after the same people that bought the original heiress, not necessarily that, you know, it's going to pull in a completely different market is, is what I'm saying. And I
0: was almost certain I would buy whatever else they dressed their heiress up as. Like, I was, I seriously thought I was just going to try to get all the heiresses. Mm-hmm. but they are really trying my limitations here.
2: Well, what is your... They will have to post some
0: heavy pictures of that in different poses, looking better before I get reservation?
2: it. reservation? You just don't think it looks good, or what? I don't think it looks good. No, I don't think that looks good at all.
0: Like, that actually looks kind of terrible. And it's not like, it's not... Like, I kind of want a fancy version of Armada Megatron. Like, he has a unique design. He's interesting. And I do have the, you know, the whatever Hasbro one came out ever how many years ago off the Megatron from some old line Titans Returns or whatever. Um, I do have that one. I think it looks cool. It's better than the original. I really do like the design, but I think the way they spliced that design onto the existing Eris figure looks ridiculous. It just does not look good.
1: Yeah. I would have liked to see that, like a G2 Megatron would have been fun.
0: That'd be fine too. I agree part with what
1: of it, Hannah said.
0: Part of it's the hip cannons. And the hip cannons I think will be optional. I do think you'll be able to just pop them up on her back. Like or you can in the Coulter version. Hmm? Or her arms. Yeah, I think you can just... Well, I think those are the parts that are the backpack on Purple Iris. This is a very minor remold if you look at it too closely.
4: Anna, I'm proud of you for hating this.
0: (laughs) I can't... I'm not going to just universally like everything that's an original woman character. No, no, you, you,
4: you don't just like stuff. You have taste. I did. It's just very, very nuanced, and you have to really pay attention to it, to understand it.
1: I will say to. though, if MMC is losing Anna, that's that's a problem.
0: I am very. They, loyal they went to too MMC. far. It's true. They,
1: yeah, they flew too close to
3: the sun with this one.
0: They made it look yeah. bad. That's all they did. It's but weird. Like I said. To,
3: it's very strange to agree with both Anna and Paul on the same third party figure. <laughs>
0: Yeah, most mm-hmm. Tim Paul and I disagree, but I think it's, like, more of a show than reality.
1: That being said, I do enjoy the color scheme. Sure.
0: And I think you could have given her that color scheme as G2 Megatron. Or even as this, I think you could have done it better, but just the way it came out looks...
1: Ugh. If, if they gave you a different head, how would you feel about that? An optional second head. Better. Okay. It the
0: face is, be the face
1: is a problem.
2: Yeah. The thing the yeah, thing that so kind of fun. annoys me about both of these is that I there's still quite a few IDW female characters that I would really love to get a good yeah. representation of. And not to say that this is stealing a spot away from that, but like I would I, I don't know. Hope, it's I, I wish that they would do some of those ones again, like we had mentioned Nautica before or you know flame wars. You know some some various ones like that. That I was like, I, I just wish like I would buy those before I would buy this aileron. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I would
2: too.
1: I, yeah, but I feel like this is this is MMC's mo, um, of you know, they do a lot of remolds for their toys. They try to get uses out of the mold, and so this is. Kudos to them for coming up with a new character of Eris, giving fans both something new as well as attachment to something old. And this is their attempt to, to do that again with this remold. And I, you know, not all their remolds have worked. A lot of their remolds, in my opinion, have missed the mark. And this one seems like it's one of those. That's very true.
0: That's Definite very true. Points.
1: Definite
3: points for creativity, though. It's it's original for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: And then speaking of another figure that I'm not sure anyone asked for, but uh, Paul, I don't know what you think about this. There is a another third-party company that's making another Star Scream that's non-transforming. That I don't believe is actually um, like, is it is it based on the Bumblebee movie? I guess I don't know.
4: Dude, I don't know what this is. <laughs> It's not. I, I'm not getting this. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> wow. When well, they've lost Paul on Starscream. That's rough. Damn.
4: Oh, no, it's Red Comet,
2: isn't it? I'm sorry, Red Comet. No,
4: no Starscream.
0: Oh, the Model kit. Yeah, the new Model oh, K. Sorry, model I'm kit? I'm also on the delay. Yeah,
4: the fact that it doesn't even transform is like what?
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's when when the pictures that first got put out. People were asking if you know is that is it supposed to be you know a knockoff of the flame toys kit is this supposed to be what what is it my mindset is I think that's a combination of the flame toys kit and the design from the Bumblebee movie like I think they kind of tried to take inspiration from how the flame toys kit worked and then made it to the Bumblebee movie look which is interesting I don't know if it's exactly good but it's interesting.
4: Yes. Funny. Funny part is they don't even have a blitzwing, if that's what they did.
0: Right. Uh,
1: It's funny how we were talking earlier about we like it when third-party companies do something new. Unfortunately, sometimes when you do something new, you miss the mark.
0: It's (laughs) not new enough. It's like it's new, but it's 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 also not. It's just the three seekers again, but they look odd. For some reason, colors colors are awful. I, for some reason, I can't explain exactly why, but when I look at them, I see a basketball team, and I just don't get it. But for some reason, it's Seeker's basketball team. I kind of like yeah. the Skywarp. I'm uh,
2: not going to get it. But, I, I, know, I, don't like think, I don't think any of them look very good. And again, I'm sure that you can paint it and make it how you want, but Absolutely. it just does not look good to me at all. Like I, To me, I feel like all most of the Flame Toys kids um, – look pretty good like even unpainted um this does not look it as don't. good to me i
3: don't know uh, cassetta tune uh, summed it up pretty well it's another pelvic thrust model kit
0: it is another pelvic thrust model kit it's true so I
2: this
0: mean, is 300
2: millimeters me. what's the what? Is, what is that in, oh those
0: 99? are big i forgot to say
2: oh. those are almost 12 inches tall okay. oh jeez thank you
0: they are huge
2: american units
0: I just remembered from when I looked them up, don't worry, I can't convert crap. <laughs>
4: Freedom units. <laughs> yeah, not not getting this shit, no way. Let's try, bros.
2: No, so I think my- they're interesting my seekers i'm still waiting on the moss toys so i'm good i've got my, <laughs> <laughs> i've got my order in for that guys it's only been a few years here so i'm still any day still now come out any day, so
1: you're guys. saying there's a chance
2: <laughs>
1: so we're, i
4: wasn't there catherine were you with this panel were you like there live for the third party panel yes yeah so like looking at the slides you know they showed the the, the Armada Eris thing, and then it's like, "Thank you, Burbank, we love you." Did they suddenly go like, "Oh"? And then there's more, and they show these stupid ass seekers. It's as like, is like the cherry on top, or what? Like, what was no? The it vibe? Co- it,
3: no, it closed with uh, with Eris, and she was only oh. on screen for maybe thirty seconds, minute tops. They sped through all those slides
0: because they got scared. They felt they felt the Eris love not be there. But
4: was there, like, was the reaction? Like, I, that's what I love about panel, these sort of panels is, like, sometimes you can tell, like, people are freaking out when they see something. But
2: yeah, what was the biggest response?
4: Yeah,
3: it sank like a stone.
2: I feel like all the oh, um, the fans' toys usually are pretty popular. I don't know if it was that way in L.A., but usually everyone's, like, hyping that, you know, the fans' toys out. Yeah, those Does, are the ones that get the cheers.
3: Yeah. Does MMC usually, like, take this kind of feedback and – produce cha- produce reasonable changes
0: uh there's an example i can't remember what it is was it um was it chrome Dome? It, did he get it changed was optimus Optimus's head. it was optimus okay
1: yeah orion pax's head got some re-sculpting done
0: so it is entirely possible that they might take some of the feedback and do something with it. Like, I wouldn't say that it's impossible. I would say it's improbable.
2: I think that they've, they've shown off figures before that they've shelved like later on just because yeah. that, uh, you know, the reaction was not as good as what they had hoped uh, on some of them. But I feel like that for the most part, most of the figures they've shown off have been released in one way or another. Sometimes it might be like a convention exclusive instead of a regular release or whatever. 50 years later. Yeah.
0: I don't think they'd scrap it entirely. I don't think they're going to scrap it entirely. I could see them. I could see them adding optional parts. Like if people really complain about the head, they might add a, optional head like I'm surprised and who knows this could be a feature that they show later when they show more pictures but I'm surprised the helmet doesn't come off considering Tarn's mask was removable Mm -hmm. on the original heiress you know it's like she's a Tarn impersonator but she doesn't have to wear the mask so it would be nice if she didn't have to wear the beetle helmet it just doesn't look good in that form
2: doesn't So yeah, I don't know, was there any other anything we missed with our wrap up here? Um I don't know, Phil, was oh. there any anything from the show that you saw uh from social media pics and whatnot posts? Oh.
1: I don't think so. I think I think that's everything. I mean, Fans Hobby showed off um, their their Energon Prime. You know, so to Paul's point, yeah, there, there was an Energon Prime that came out that looked exactly like it did in the show. But even how he did it in the show, he looked like a you know fat chunky dude that should be played by Kevin James in a live action movie. Um, so, you know, the Fans Hobby version looks a lot more streamlined and slimmer. I'm excited for that release. Um,
0: Me too. Actually, that looks really cool. I'm not going to get it, but I do want to see it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm curious. You know, with the the problems they had QC wise with Armada Prime, you know, I kind of want to wait for it to come out before I get it to see if there are issues. But um, my really big hope with that is that they do uh, Wingblade uh, to to go along with that because that's that's one of my favorite combinations in, in of the Armada of the Armada trilogy. The Wingblade Optimus Prime is is one of my favorite toys from
2: that. Yeah, I don't know, uh, Catherine. Was there anything else from the show that uh, we didn't cover? Um,
3: unless you want some more co- commentary from the from the War for Cybertron panel, which I know you guys were huge fans of. I mean, did, did anyone
2: the War for Cybertron
3: game, or...? No, the Netflix trilogy.
2: Oh, the net. Oh. Oh, yeah, so... Oh, yeah, had DeSanto this... was there. Did, did they talk about the next uh, upcoming Netflix project that the DeSanto's going to work on, or...?
3: No, but we did get tasty little bits about, you know, like, you know how the sausage is made, so to speak. Um, and we did find out that there was going to, there was pitched for a, a season four, five, and six that would have went to Legacy. Hmm.
2: But Netflix is like no moss or. Hasbro was no moss. Oh, Hasbro's no moss. Um
3: Yeah, yeah. It, th- there was definite love from, the, it, or, you know, genuine fan love m- made into that. It I was a very good panel. They were all. Wonderful. I mean, definitely everybody on that stage was a true fan.
1: Was there any critical questions that were asked from the audience or were there no audience questions? Uh, there were plenty, plenty of audience questions. Um,
3: I think the most notable question for me was from me. And yes, the kiss with Air Razor and Black Arachnia was intentional. They thought they would have to fight Hasbro for it and were ready to. And Hasbro said, that's no, fine. No battle at all.
4: They kissed. I don't even
3: remember that. Yes. Oh yeah. The, uh, the the ending of season three of Kingdom. Um, when when they're when, you know everything's coming apart and uh, Air Razor catches Black Arachnia as she's falling and Black Arachnia gives Air Razor a kiss.
1: Oh. Yeah, I recall that.
0: He just
3: had to be watching for it. How, it did, it did, called uh, out to some fans more than others.
0: Yes.
3: Did, did uh,
4: DeSanto go on any long diatribes?
3: I'm bad with names. Which one is DeSanto?
4: He's like the sure director. Yeah.
3: The one in charge of
4: everything with the beard. Oh, old so old he usually wears beard. a uh, kind yeah, of scarf. Yeah, yeah he, he, talks, he talks a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did. In fact, the actress of Air Razor only got to say like one thing at the very end. There were just it, there were so many people on that panel. Apparently, it was, it was the first how many time many they lines were out, that all, had. Yeah. What was that,
0: Anna? I said that's about how many lines Air Razor had in the show. Not many. So, one.
1: Yeah, you said that was the only time that that cast has actually been together in a room. Yeah. That was the first time for them. Cool.
2: That's fun. It's fun that they're able to get them all together.
3: Yeah, yeah. They they definitely enjoyed each other's company. There was good chemistry on that stage. The audience seemed to enjoy it a lot. Everybody kind of rushed at the end and wanted to talk to everybody, you know, their favorite voice actors. And... In fact, the actress of Air Razor, our voice actors wanted a picture of us with her. Like she's like, oh, we take a picture with you guys. And so we're pulling out our phones and sh- she hands her phone to someone else to take it. We're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> she's like, she's I excited have to have fans.
0: fans. Yeah. yeah. I got fans, everybody. Look. Yeah. You made her happy. That's always great. Yeah.
1: I mean, those are non-union voice actors. They don't, you know, they're probably not used to being at a convention panel.
2: Right. As opposed to some of the G1 guys that have been doing, you know, these types of things for years. Yeah. 20, years. 25
1: years for some of those dudes. 300.
2: <laughs>
3: They've been 250 years. It's not that long. <laughs>
4: Four million years.
2: All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for joining me. And thanks uh, for those of you that joined a little bit late. Um, Paul and, and Anna so I, I would have had you on earlier Anna had I known that you were trying to to uh, join. I was
0: trying this. I wanted to talk about the Half the Battle toys I was
2: really uh, excited about
0: those well, What
2: did you want to say? I don't think you Little tiny ones Yeah, what, what They're so
0: cool! Them? I'm so excited I can't wait to get one Yeah, They're actually very expensive though so that's a, that's a hold back for me. They're fresh 3D printed pieces so they're going to be pricey but I get really excited about little things that I get to paint and they come in just, you know, plain plastic colors and you have to paint in the details. So I'm really pumped to play with those. And they're like tiny ball jointed action figures, you know, they're they're like they're somewhere between Doctor Wu, their little guys, and the actual slug figures.
2: Do you have to like put the figures together? Do they come off the sprues and
0: they come off the sprues, but they come in um little like claw or not claw machine but like the quarter machines? You know, mm-hmm. you turn the crank, they come in the little capsules unassembled. So, yeah, you See, get to I put would them worry together. i about
2: some of that being 3D printed, like putting that stuff together. I, I don't know. I've just had bad luck where I've broken off the various pieces, so.
0: But. I, I love all my 3D printed stuff. I have full figures that are 3D printed and dolls that are 3D printed, and I love them, so. I'm right. excited. I'm just saying it. I've I think broken it's cool. the
2: pla- It depends on the quality of the plastic, so hopefully they have high-quality plastic that does not break, I
0: don't know. I busted the hell out of my Ultra Magnus add-ons. I got his leg extenders through the 3D print, and shh! Shoo- I destroyed yeah. those things so bad. They were, they were not good quality. But everything else I've gotten has been good quality. Yeah. I'm just excited for these because they're different. You know how I am. I like to have the oddities in the collection. So these are definitely another weird little oddity thrown in.
3: Another thing, to, yes. make your, another thing to make your collection just a little more unique. Yeah. And
0: yes, yeah. I miss getting a. I was just going to say, I missed getting a comment on the Iron Factory Seeker girls, which I'm super excited for. Those, those look good. Too. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I'd buy I'll buy that, maybe.
0: They'll probably be good, though. You know, Iron Factory's yeah. consistent.
2: Yep. Yeah, the so, half the battle you... toys, uh, I, I was going to say, like, I'd probably be more likely to get those, like, if they were actually painted up. Like, I feel like the... You know, the pressure paint and all that and the fact that they're unassembled and unpainted and, and whatnot. It's just, I don't know, just not my style, but.
0: I get that. I, I think I like my project toys. I like model kits and stuff. So, so excited for that windblade blade model kit that I'm never getting.
4: <laughs> so was this a third party only discussion tonight?
2: it dominated a fair amount of it paul um so none of us attended any of the panels so other than the war for cybertron the one that we just talked about but uh so kind of well did
4: anyone did anyone talk about the new uh reveal for buzzworthy buzzworthy bumble balls oh silver streak
1: yeah,
2: streak. Would have thought that that was coming? I, I, I had no idea that. I didn't find out about it like a year it. ago.
4: Well, I know it's just it really is Silver Streak, and it hurts me. It hurts. Like why? I know it had. It's like they just are like, hey, remember all that Rumble is blue, frenzy is red, shit that made all these these old dudes mad? Let's just make it again. Let's do
3: it again. Let's keep so the now, fun rolling. So now we'll have a blue silver streak and a silver blue, blue streak.
0: Silver blue streak.
3: I like it. Oh, we've always had the silver blue streak,
4: but that like it was it was fine. We could just like put that in the corner. But now, now we have to have a blue silver streak. I love it. I want it. Fucking yeah! I
2: almost want to unbox people off.
4: Yeah, it hurts. Hey, at it least looks like not have my to soul. get like
2: 20 NFTs in order to exchange for the figure. So it could be Spe- worse.
4: Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, those NFTs go up tomorrow, 15 hours from now. What Ooh. NFTs? The Funko,
2: oh, the Funko Pop. Stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah. For
3: those of us that don't follow Funko, please enlighten. Okay.
1: Funko is yeah. doing like packs of NFTs that you can buy. And extremely limited ones you can exchange for actual physical Transformers Funko Pops. It's digital nice. blind bags. It yes. sucks.
2: Yeah, but it's not. It's the, not just the Transformers. Words. They have other. So, like when you're buying these, it's like lumped in with like other figures, right? Like so, the no, NFT I think, is not just Transformers, as I believe. I think it is
4: just Transformers. Like th- this is Funko's first NFT bullshit, and they decided to do it. With our favorite brand, the Transformers, it's so great—they're
3: transforming
4: their brand.
0: Yeah, it's, really nice it's something we
3: hate. Will it be an NFT for the Starscream Funko Pop? Uh,
4: I don't believe so. But like Hot Rod and Devastator, and uh, I don't know a few other
1: gold. But, but the issue
2: is, is you have to buy like a bunch of NFTs and then exchange. All of those, for, like, I don't know. There's a certain number of ones that, like, you have to get a certain number in order to ex- exchange for the actual pop itself, right? And the
4: NFTs are so dumb. They're just little animated Funko Pops.
2: Yeah. yeah. And some of
4: them yeah. aren't even toys yet.
0: <laughs> is this reduced down to reasonable prices, or is this, like, crazy prices?
4: Oh, they're going to be bonker balls. Like, some okay. of these so- are probably... That gold optimus might be worth like a thousand
1: dollars,
0: right? Great, so then, awesome. Lucas,
1: if you just buy one pack and you strike gold and find that gold optimus in that one pack, you can't just exchange that one card. You have to buy multiples to be able. You have to get so many packs to be able to exchange the one card for a actual physical pop.
2: I thought that's what it was. I thought you had so. to get like a complete set or something to get. The pop. I, I
4: think agree. that i think you can okay i think it's like this if you can complete a set and then you can exchange that for a specific toy or you can get like a golden ticket for a specific toy oh, like understand. a one-up. Okay. and
3: i don't know because i don't understand this shit very well i mean is there I am- to this what is there, is there what a gambling element to it
4: oh certainly yeah, yeah. just like any blind bag thing
2: so you had to buy, Sorry, like, I only laughed because it's all game But It's like um, the gameplay is bullshit. So, so I was gonna say, there's there's certain people that we may or may not know who try to collect all the Transformers, and those people are a little bit angry at the uh, the prospect of having to buy thousands of dollars in you know, digital NFTs in order to exchange for these certain figures, so. Yeah, things that aren't
0: even fun. You know, most of the time, this whole, like, Transformers buying obsession, at least you get a lot of fun crap. But buying a bunch of NFTs is not fun. Nor nor is the actual product you get the Funko Pop.
4: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not at all. (laughs) I mean, the funny That's thing true. is the, the NFTs awesome. are literally just something you can look at. You can just look at a picture of this toy and it's the same thing, you know, as, as, yes. as having it. You might as well not even bother. Like, I, I just don't get I, it.
2: I really hope that NFTs just, like, die here in a couple of years because it's just – I don't understand it. Yeah,
0: we're just going to have to see what happens with those. <clears throat> I mean, I, did actually... I, don't, I
1: don't think they're going to go anywhere, but I think they will change – considerably. I really hope Hasbro doesn't do for Transformers what they did with the Power Rangers NFT thing. Cause I, I picked up that from pulse con and that was, I got my butt saved by one of my friends of him reminding me that I needed to exchange that NFT within a certain amount of time to be able to get the physical toy. Cause you had like three or four steps you had to do to get the NFT then exchange the NFT for what will eventually be the physical toy, sometime six months from now. And if you miss those deadlines, you're SOL. Well, see,
4: that's that part's really dumb. Like, if you if you have if you bought the thing, you should have the thing. It shouldn't be a timeline, a, a time limit on this. That that's a mistake. So it was a weird way to do it for sure. I agree
0: with yeah. that, Masha.
1: And it was not cheap.
0: I want to ask one more yeah. con-related question,
1: though.
0: Sure. I know. I know you were looking, Catherine. Did you find any early release stuff? Any early release Hasbro stuff like Legacy?
3: No, I was surprised because on the first pass, that's the kind of you know what that's on the list of things I look for. You know, like the the stuff that's going to be gone in the like right away. Right. And there was nothing with Legacy branding that we didn't already know about, or that isn't mm-hmm. already out rather. There were plenty of Lag Xerox, but there were no bulkheads, no R's Prime RCs, none of the new stuff. Because the wrong people,
4: the right people weren't there.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's
3: true. Yeah. It's true. Like we kept looking out for them, but they didn't want to come.
1: Were there any vendors that you recognized? Or I mean, obviously the big ones like like TF Source and Chosen Prime, but any of the smaller vendors that that you'd seen at other conventions?
3: Um. A couple of them recognized me. So, in fact, one of them I started talking to, and apparently he also knew Anna. So, oh, there you go. A Kansas based one, though. So,
0: oh, okay. I-, I was nervous there for a second. People starting to write down my name. Come and get me later. I don't know what they'll do. I,
4: I feel like there was a completely different pool of vendors in LA versus like the. The East Coast, just from like stuff I saw on Facebook of people like, I'm going, I'm going to be at this table selling my stuff. I was like, oh, my God, look at all this stuff, like from just individuals, you know, that were getting tables that mm. I'd never like West Coast Transformers, for instance, or something yeah. like that.
3: Yeah, definitely some new guys. Uh, and, you know, but there a lot of your old staples, too, like as soon as you walk into the left, there's definitely that G1 parts dude there. <laughs>
2: There's always the G1 parts dude. I thought <laughs> you were going to be like guy. the chosen
0: prime or yeah. one of the stars, but it's G1 parts dude instead. Always room for Jello.
1: Parts dude. Doesn't matter which convention, the Transformers convention you go to, you always get the one dude that's there with like, this drag his wife along to help him like sell stuff oh, instead. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's not always the same couple, but there is always, like, some husband and wife couple that the wife typically looks like, dear God, please make money this weekend. It's always some poor wife's first and last time.
0: Yes. <laughs> and the booth they, usually looks like a flea market.
1: They just go Ooh, which right in the convention hall to the divorce attorney's office.
0: <laughs> oh, no. That They're
3: would
1: be a great booth. Whole-
3: there were a lot of Unicrons there of different types. I think I only saw maybe two or three Hasbro ones, but um, a lot of the other Unicrons were all over the place. Years, yeah. Well, that's because the stock came in. Yeah. The And I had to ask what they were because their packaging... It's so um, weird. Their packaging yeah. is really weird. One was just um, Halloween-themed, and it didn't show anything Transformers. I'm like, oh, what Halloween toys are you selling? And then another they named Pumpkin. This, yeah, and then the Christmas version of the same thing. Like, how, how am I supposed Wait, to know what? that's Unicron? You gotta know,
4: man. You just gotta that's know. That's how you know, studio self-packaged
0: package their stuff. thing.
4: Why did the car? So, what were the Unicrons priced at? Oh, I didn't even check.
3: Oh, come on. You gotta check. I have one. What do I need to look? Let's see what it's worth. No, him and Run are hanging out. I'm covered.
2: Um, so, by the way, uh, who's uh, – what comics are you guys doing on Book Club this weekend? Do you know? Uh, Revolutionaries
0: 3 and 4. Whatever okay.
3: Zaldron
4: tells us.
2: There you go.
4: When you run out of comics, can you do the NFTs?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we will read NFTs together, and our lives will become worthless.
2: You know, Feel of Rock Bottom. I'm a little annoyed that I don't think Lost Light is ever going to actually get a hardcover. Um, and I could be wrong about that, but it doesn't look that way. And that that frustrates me.
3: They're mixed in with the other hardcovers.
2: Well, more than me, see, I was and they finished that, but I don't think Lost Light is included. Like they have the. They have the soft cover ones. But They've started like phase,
3: uh, phase. They have started phase three with the hard covers. Yeah, I have the first phase one. Phase three already. isn't
2: that? Um, isn't that the new comics though? Not Lost Light. Didn't they skip over Lost Light? Or no,
3: nope. no, it's it's continuing the same IDW run. Huh. Uh, there is a separate set of hard covers for the new stuff. That's true. It's fun to walk into your comic book store, buy two books, and leave having spent one hundred and twenty bucks. Mm. Yeah. So,
4: what well, what was the rarest thing on the sales floor? If you have an eye for that sort of stuff, I, I saw.
3: Was... I was looking for you. Uh, I saw nothing. Starscream. Only uh, the two rarest things I saw was a twenty five hundred dollar. Clear, sealed in package, I'm assuming Takara G1 Optimus. Could also be a KO. <laughs> Very it, looked like KO. The re, it looked like the reissue from the early 2000s. Uh, b- book style. Yeah, yeah. Style
4: yeah, and, yeah that, that's like a... I've seen those floating around. Those, those are like a, either gifts from employees or those are... Um, What we call lunchtime specials.
3: The other one was an old Botcon set, still sealed in the bag. Which which set? I was going to
2: say depends on which Megatron and
3: Waspinator. I want to say two thousand six. That would
2: be yeah.
4: That would be that. Yeah, was it was it was probably purple Megatron and the little Waspinator jet. Uh,
3: I. I couldn't see; they were all there was a lot of plastic and baggage in the way. I couldn't actually tell who was in it. But no Star Screams and nothing, nothing else caught my eye as the over a th- over a grand mark beyond Unicron. That's a shame. You found that it's
0: Minerva been, figure; that's rare. Rooms.
3: That's true. There was one Minerva there for two hundred and ten, and there a lot of things there were only like one or two of on the floor. There weren't too many things that were just saturating everywhere outside of Hasbro stuff.
0: Yeah, things that are rare but not super expensive.
3: Right, like like oddball things too. Like this was the only one of them in the whole floor, on the in the whole room. There was only one of this Beast Box parrot for some reason, just a lot of one-offs. But I think maybe maybe people were bringing like leftover stock from other places.
2: I made a oh, treasure hunt. Yeah, it was fun. So, all right. Well, uh, thank you guys for uh, joining us tonight, and uh, thank you to everyone in the chat. Um, thanks to Zaldron and Ron and tune and also am I missing anyone? Farstrider Prime. I think there's a couple new newer names uh, on here. There's Somebody else has thought that I missed earlier. Oh, uh, Josh earlier.
3: I think you're just not used to reading off the names and not including mine.
2: Right. Well, and then you were in the chat thank as well. You. So, um, but yeah, so, uh, thank you guys. And then, um, we should have a microcasters I believe this week, uh, that I think it'll be another round Robin again. Um and
0: uh, that's about it. I'm about to talk about something real old. It's gonna be awesome.
2: Ooh.
0: I'm not gonna talk about what I've been playing with all night.
3: And what have you been playing with all night?
0: A uh, half trades for Star Scream. It's more than half. What like Star Scream is that? 80%. No, it's what, a great Paul one.
1: Answer? I want to hear Paul answer it.
4: It looks like that shitty one. That's right.
2: It's the shitty one. Yeah. The shitty one. There you go. All right. Shitty stars. All right. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, thanks for being our eyes in LA this weekend. Yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. It. Yeah. Thanks for joining That's us. All the scene. All right. Well, thanks guys. And we'll see you next week.
1: Bye.
2: Bye.
4: This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure.